This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is yeah. ready for Carmen and I'm Lima's good. emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTENDAV.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Got a major gripe I still need to get. I, I feel I didn't give you enough problems. During the show. We only had a short segment to do it. And I was I was pretty frustrated because we left basically right after the show yesterday. You had to go home and scoop scare, scoop Sarah up. Mm-hmm. Scoop and, and score. And scoop and score and then come to uh, downtown Cleveland and then pick me up and then head on over to um, Little Italy. How'd you like my driving? It was awful. And I wanted to bring this up on the show. And we got so just <laughs> it was a weird show today. People like that Miles Garrett call out of nowhere and everything. It was like, what are we doing? Um, but I got, I didn't say this on the air and I should have Lima, Lima driving. Oh, do we have Hendry on the phone yet? Yeah, Hendry. Yes, we do. Oh, he's on the phone. Oh, hell hold off on all that. Okay. I'm gonna tell that story here in a bit. We got Henry right now from Strongsville. He's correcting Vermilion. us going. It's, it's, Hen, it's, it's Henry and Vermilion. I wasn't close on any of this. Hello, Henry and Vermilion. Hi. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? Real good, thanks. I'm glad you. I'm glad you stuck through with us here. Okay, just hold off on the little Italy story. And thank you very much, Owen. Because we asked, we were started to talk about Matamodio, who was right. on Jeopardy. And Henry, you say, what did you say about Matamodio, whose reign as Jeopardy champion has come to an end? Yeah, 38 consecutive. That kid is so damn smart. He lost on purpose. I mean, there's no question in my mind. He won enough, plus he's like the most humble kid. It was time for him to go back to college and go to Yale. He's getting his Ph.D. He literally has better things to do, honest to God. Wait, hold he, on. He, he was so making the easiest money of his life, though. Yeah, yeah, it was good, and he'll, he'll get a lot more. With, can you imagine the job he could get with a Ph.D. from Yale with his resume as a Jeopardy champion like that? Every company will be fighting all over. Stay with us. Well, what's I don't know what his I don't know what his his uh, PhD is in. What is it? I think it's in philosophy or something. And you think and you you think companies are going to be throwing money at him? He's not. He's not working at a tech startup. But look how smart he is. I mean, he could. It's just so knowledgeable. You can't like almost teach that kind of knowledge. The depth of his knowledge was just. He it, was it, it, making was twenty to forty I mean, grand I've been a night. Jeopardy, you know, my whole life. I'm sixty-one years old. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, we must have had the twenty-five editions of Jeopardy, you know, and we'd play at home. And my sister. What's and your best category? Did. What what what's your wheelhouse? 
<laughs> a potpourri. They used to have a potpourri all the Hot time. Potpourri. Yeah. yeah. Well, Henry, but, okay. I, I agree with you, actually. Um, the, the, the final question alone was so simple. Final Jeopardy. It really wasn't Nazi that hard. Germany, yeah. Nazi Germany annexed this nation and divided it into regions of the Alps and the Danube. The Allies later divided it into four sectors. He put Poland. He is so smart. Everybody knows it was Austria. There's no I Alps. Austria. I swear to Poland. God, Tone. <laughs> and the Danube goes through Austria. You know, it, uh, I agree he with just, this. He, he, he just canned it on purpose. And I think Meow and Bialik was in on it. He told her, you know, <laughs> I've done enough. I want a million and a half dollars. Uh, did you feel bad for the woman who was just as strong a competitor as yeah, the other two? She was very and good. She fades and to she, obscurity immediately. She would have been I a star. Love- she, let's be honest, she was decent looking. And she yeah. would have been an absolute oh, yeah. star. And I wow. just liked her mannerisms, the way she would. You know, do with her hand when she was answering. Well, that's what he calls it. Mannerisms. Yeah, she was awesome. I, I, I told my mom I was talking to her on the phone, and she even said he lost on purpose. And you know, we've been watching him for thirty-eight episodes. We watch it every, you know, all the time. A lot of times together with my ninety-seven-year-old mom. Wow. And she wow. even says, you know, particularly in Single Jeopardy, you know, he goes through the thousand, eight hundred, six hundred dollar questions. Okay, and he gets most of those right. And then he, we've literally watched him put the buzzer down and let the other two fight over the two hundred and four hundred dollars question. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. It's like, go ahead, have at it. You know, I made my money in single Jeopardy. He doesn't even bother with those little ones, and he does it in double Jeopardy too. He's so someone far else ahead. has told me this. He's right. He lets them eat up the four hundred dollar questions at the end. You know, okay, go ahead, have at he it. He doesn't like, care. You're right. Uh, was he? Crap. Is he up there with Ken Jennings? Oh, yeah. I, he, okay. he could have kept going and going and going. Is he I up there with Holdout? What's the other guy's name? Holzhauer? Yeah, Jeopardy James Holzhauer. I, I think he's better than him. And it, it's hard to say. Ken Jennings, that was 20 years ago. When he comes back on, you know, he's just not quite as sharp as he used to be. Not as sharp. Wow. Like a Big Ben thing. He's falling off well, a cliff. Be, it's a matter of a fraction of a second, you know, when you're ringing the clicker and stuff. You know, the stuff just comes to Matamodio so quickly. But he always does that hesitation. He hesitates. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't add one more word to, like, you know, the name of a novel or the name of a movie. Hmm. You know, like yesterday, the answer was the French lieutenant's woman, you know, for the Meryl Streep one. Actually, one of the few books that I actually read <laughs> back in the day. Well, Henry, you're uh, our first. You're our first civilian to be on the podcast uh, a talk show caller on the podcast and this has just been tremendous so we thank you henry <laughs> thank you henry and, te- and give your done? mom give give your mom our best 97 going strong watching jeopardy that is awesome but, we appreciate yeah, it coming but, you know he, he, he made yeah, his money he, he made his mark and and he's humble enough that he was like you know, I could see him going, you know, it's time for somebody else to win some money. Yeah. That's just the Absolutely. kind of guy he What was. do you think? Do you think uh, Miam Bialik, uh, what do we feel? Uh, what is your mom, more I, importantly, what does your mom think? Oh, uh, she likes her. She's, she always My aunt hates her. Aunt Buzz hates really? her. She's always commenting on what she's wearing, hates. you know? Wow. I, I think she's very respectful, and uh, she does a real nice job. 
keeps everything moving real nice. Mm. Now, do you watch Wheel of Fortune? Do you watch Wheel of Fortune before? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I generally do. I like Pat Sajak. He's funny. Yeah, do you like his he politics? Is, he's funny guy. Yeah. I don't know what his yeah, politics are. Oh, yeah, mm. you do. Yeah, you do, Henry. All right, Henry, thank, thank you so much. This was, uh, this was a delight. Oh, I thank you. Hey, can thank I you. make a quick comment of about Of course. The take as much yeah, as you need. go ahead. You know, I, not enough has been said about their punter. You know, I was at the Chicago Bears game, and their punter, he punted like nine times. I think his average was 63 yards a punt. He was killing us. He'd be punting off the goal line, and Felton was catching the ball on the 15-yard line. It's like, really? I mean, you can't pay that. Our punter enough. sucks. we got to get rid of him. All right, all right. Henry, he we was got terrible. Henry, you know, thank you. Thank hey, Henry, you. do you like supermarket sweep? I'll give you the last yeah. word. When we really yeah. needed him, he punted a, it was 39-yard punt. Mm-hmm. You know, Would you I mean, look at really? that? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sucks. Would you and look at that? Also, finally we got a good kicker, but look how important the kicker is. The Colts lost last night because they couldn't make a field goal. The Bengals lost because they couldn't make a field goal. The Packers should have lost because they couldn't make a field goal. And look at the Lions. They've lost two weeks in a row because the other team had a better kicker. There you go. Henry, thank you. can win you three games a year. Easy. Thank you very much, Henry. We appreciate the call. Take care. Yeah, I love you guys. Henry, you are fabulous. Fabulous. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Um, uh, okay. A uh, few things there. Do you know nobody? No. Okay, Owen, you can. Hang up the phone, You can Owen. hang up the phone. Hang oh, up the phone. Henry's hang there. The fo- he hung up the phone. Henry hung up the phone. Okay, so. Henry was leaving the phone up. Or no, Owen was leaving the phone up, and we were like, we yelled at Owen, and Henry hung up his own phone. The call is coming from inside the house. My God. God, Owen. Okay. Hang up the phone. So how about, had they have won the game, I actually would have talked about this. I love awkward, and that was so I, awkward right at the very end. I he's totally, like, I'm not hanging up. I'm not hanging up. And God bless his mom. Sounds like she's doing great. 97 watching so, Jeopardy. So I have to say, there's one thing, and I, I, I failed everybody because I wanted to give them credit for this. I kind of want to know how many kids that she had because she was, no. had to be 36 when she had him. He said he was 61. Right. Oh, absolutely. So... That's a big family. I have a feeling. Yeah. All right. So let me get to this. Because you think about it, if he's 61, when, when was he born? In the 50s? Mm-hmm. And back then. 61 you probably, years ago. Yeah. You, you, got, you got married. In Who could a, afford to have 10 kids now? How could anybody afford to have kids unless they do a GoFundMe account? Um, I would think that they pro- he's probably one of six. Easily. You know what? Try to get Henry back on the phone. No, board. do not do that. Do not so, be bothering Henry. Here is the Call credit I now. want. Here's the. Here is we're running gag. Here is the credit I wanted to give Prefer and the staff. Everyone's yeah. talking about Jamie Gillen. I want to get to that in a second. But did you guys see how poor the starting field position was for the Chargers throughout that game? Was it dare I say piss poor? They were inside the fifteen, like six straight possessions. Mm. But Herbert was so good that he just got them out of that every single time. But that is a huge factor. And in a playoff game, Kenny, do you understand how that yeah. can win you a game? How that can be so huge? I, it didn't get Not it. when your defense is getting sliced um, and diced. Normally, you know, look, most teams are going to move the football eventually. But if they have to start inside their own 20, that is such a different state of affairs for the team. So I give them credit for that. And I feel like everybody missed it this week. But also, 
I've seen some people wondering about Jamie if he's actually doing what the Browns want him to do in most cases when they have good field position. Now, here's the thing. When they have good field position, he doesn't even get a chance to pin guys back because they go for it on every fourth down. I mean, the Browns have gone for it uh, as much as anybody, if not the most, I think, in the NFL since Kevin Stefanski has taken over as head coach. And as I've documented, their numbers are not good in efficiency and actual effectiveness. But according to the analytics, they're going when they're supposed to go. With all that said, Jamie, he's not a field flipper. Hasn't been this year. I don't know what's happened there, but some people have speculated that it is the special team's strategy that he is good at that strategy. Mm. While me and you, we're pedestrians. We're just looking at the numbers. What's his average? What's his average yards per bump? But they're, they're saying he does other things well. He spins the ball a certain way that makes it tough to feel. He can guys. do the coffin corner if need be. Those are the things that the analytics yeah, might care about rather than just putting it far. We'll get a funeral director to do it. Okay. Back to Little Italy. Yes. Thank you. I've been wanting to bring this up for a while now. Actually, I forgot yeah, uh, earlier today. What is with your driving when you're in a hurry? Because you, the fits and starts that you drive in, like I, ter- I seriously had to take a minute after we got out of the Jeep because I thought I was going to get sick. Your driving is herky-jerky and crazy. Look at me, not at your phone. Why do you drive the way you do when you're in a hurry? Uh, I get there fast. That's why. I, I, I'm I, not going to allow a lot of the nonsense but that I see in front there. of me. You're already there. Like, Why did you have to be so herky-jerky when you were driving, when you were already in the neighborhood? Did you get a ticket, by the way? No, I didn't. You didn't get a ticket? I avoided the ticket. <laughs> yeah, they were just going to give everybody parking tickets who went to the Columbus Day they Parade lied. yesterday. No, there were a ton of them. There were a ton of tickets. I did not have one. Oh, wow. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I swear to God. Oh. I did not have not one. Not you. I didn't say you were a liar. Oh, yeah. I, was calling, I just wanted to say liar, liar, pants on fire. Uh, uh, what were you going to say? I drive at a yeah. uh, frenetic pace. It is It is unlike anything I've ever been around. I'm a confident driver. It. So this is the thing. I'm, I am not a passive driver. I'm a confident driver. I feel like passive drivers get more accidents. And I know that is counterintuitive. If you're coaching if you're coaching to not lose a game, you're going <laughs> to lose the game. If you're driving and not getting an accident, you're going to get in an accident. So, so what you do is you lean in. Yes. I, I feel like passive drivers are the ones that end up in a lot of accidents. You probably are right. I really do. I am aggressive, and I guess you'd say to a fault, but I am very... It's I, too much. I, I, yeah, it's too much with people in the There's car. There's no smoothness no, to you. It's it's herky-jerky. Smooth. It's headache-inducing. Yes. yes. And I would have gotten I sick. I was queezy. I would have got... Yeah, you almost barfed right outside the car. You got sick, yeah. And Sarah was not happy with me I was going to charge uh, Lima two fifty for the toll boy because I would have just came back out and I wouldn't have got my, my money's worth from my toll can. <laughs> no. Uh, but as your Uber driver, I would have charged you two hundred fifty dollars to clean up the barf. Uh, either way, I was going to do it outside the the vehicle. Uh, either way, I it's a Jeep. You should be able to hose that out, right? Yeah. Yes. The other side of this is I create road rage incidents. Not for me. Yes, you for do. other people. And I because you honk at people multiple they get mad. times. I've almost been the victim of road rage. You would think I would grow up. You I thought look I would like mellow. a person who would be road raged against. And I thought I would mellow, but I, there are certain things I cannot have. I cannot have you in front of me on the left lane driving 60 miles an hour on the freeway. Nobody wants that. You can't have that. Except for the people who do that. I I don't understand it. Uh, Now, I am 
I am the first to have the understanding. How many of those people you think do that on purpose? They're like, I'm going to piss other people off today. I would have anxiety with someone riding me, mm-hmm. riding me and people beeping. I would have anxiety. That would bother me. But uh, the other side of this is I have an understanding for those that are staring at their phone at lights. I understand. It's a different world now. People are on their phones. They have emails. So I give them a little toot, a little toot toot. Mm. There's a very different message with the toot toot, like a friendly toot and a wave. I do a lot of that. Toot wave, toot wave. That don't work. And by the way, Kenny, I do let people in. If I see somebody else is aggressive, I go, let's go. This Yo. person's on it. This person's on it. If I can see that they are not aggressive, and yes, I'll judge you by the type of car you drive, how you look, gender. Uh, I will look at all those things <laughs> and uh, be able to evaluate. In one fell swoop. All of that is happening around me. I have great peripheral vision. I see everything on both sides. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTNDAV.com. Yes. I think all that is very important uh, in being able to avoid accidents. I really do. I think it is the people that um, – I think it's a lot of slow drivers that cause accidents. I really there do. are a lot of dr- slow drivers cause accidents. I know you, people think it's the fast drivers. No, the fast drivers just cause worse accidents. It's it, They result in worse accidents. <laughs> they do. I don't know if you should be – They always say this on the Autobahn. The Autobahn um, has less accidents. However, the severity of the accidents – somebody uh, actual fact-checked this. Jamie, can you pull that up? Oh, this isn't the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, I was like, who's Jamie? Pull, I don't know pull that up because uh, I could be totally wrong. But I've just are. heard that my whole life. So I'm spouting nonsense that I have not fact-checked. And I have not had a peer review study. So if somebody could pull that Is up. Is it weird I have no like opinion on Joe Rogan podcast? Like, I don't listen to it. And I'm like, like people are like, you heard this? Well, it's become, like, it's, become, it's become such a huge part of just pop culture. So it used to be that you go, I think I've said this before, you used to go on The Tonight Show as a comedian. Yeah, there's really not that. It's much, now you go yeah. on Joe Rogan. Yeah, and it used to be go on Howard Stern. Now it's Joe Rogan. Yeah. You go on Joe Rogan, you actually can get a bounce if you're if you're good. What about yeah, Howard Stern, though? I mean, he still does great interviews. So I don't know when he's he's never live, though. He's he's, he's still on vacation he's down in Florida. Yeah. Oh, he won't tell people that. And he's definitely afraid of COVID. He is so afraid of COVID. And so he has stayed in his house. People say he is in Florida, probably Palm Beach. And he's like Howard just, Hughes? Yeah, he's just locked up in there and doesn't go anywhere. And he's not a social person to begin with. Mm-hmm. I'm still stunned he came to Cleveland uh, when he gave the speech. Who did he introduce? Was it Bon Jovi? I am stunned that Howard Stern actually stayed a night in Cleveland. Nobody thought he would. Everybody said he would take off and just get in a jet and go home. And he actually came to Cleveland for that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thingy. Gala. A gala, yeah. if you will. I got another thing to be upset with you about. Go ahead. Um, so went to Little Italy yesterday. I had a good time. Uh, saw you. Saw the Italians. Uh, the Italians were great. They were hospitable people. My problem is with you is you gotta you gotta learn to eat while you're out. <laughs> you gotta learn to have a dinner because you don't do it, and it really pissed me off yesterday. And I wasn't <laughs> mad, but I was very God. I was kind of mad. It's a good thing I was I was. Is it plied or plowed with drinks? Plied with drinks? I think it's plied with drinks. Ask Henry. Do we have Henry? Henry. 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 Uh, I was plied with drinks. No, do not <laughs> call him. Oh, says call them now. So, you know, we start out the night, or we start out the morning, I should say, because we get there at like 11. And I, I should have known, and I didn't know. And the, one of the worst things about you is that you start talking about what we're going to go eat. 
you do. You start a discussion about what we're going to eat, and it comes about two. This is this is going to turn into like Winston Churchill's midnight dinners with people, and I'm going to describe this to you. So a day out with Anthony, especially on on yesterday, on at Little Italy, it starts with Peroni. Okay, uh, can we name restaurants' names or no? Yeah, sure. Okay, we go to La Dolce Vita. It starts with Peroni. And we are with uh, your friend Brian's parents. They're wonderful people. Wonderful people. Mm -hmm. It starts with that. Then there's another Peroni. And then it's time to go hit the stage. I go get more Peroni. I bring a six-pack of Peroni. Not going to tell you the price of that. I was a little bit like, whoa. You were alarmed? What? I'm paying what for a six-pack of Peroni? It's a great Italian Italian beverage. I'm like, I know what day it is, but all right, fine. So did that. And then we drank those, and you were doing your uh, master of ceremonies up there at the uh, at the dais at the what Holy Rosary Church, mm-hmm. Holy Rosary, and it was great. <clears throat> Saw the uh, many Italian luminaries, and then luminaries or luminaries, luminaries, yeah, yeah, the Italian luminaries, luminaires, yes. So your friend Brian gets there, and we go to Tolly, mm-hmm. and we I, I found a table. I couldn't believe I found a table. So we sit there, and I knew we weren't going to eat, but the conversation about eating began and the well the conversation about eating began on the walk up to Tolly. we get to Tolly, start drinking uh there's uh grape bombs there are white claws there are peroni there are uh shots of crown royal which kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> there was wherever, they were, of that. wherever they came from there were a lot of them and so I'm, I'm having more and more liquor and i'm having more and more booze and i'm like i have not eaten anything all day i had a muffin at like four in the morning oh I'm not eating anything all day, and you're discussing food, and it hit me. I go, this is going to be a horrific experience for me. So I'm starving, and all I want – well, I'm not starving because I'm a big, fat pig, but I'm very, very, very hungry at the time. So about two hours, and I mean two hours, we go over to La Dolce Vita again, and we're talking, and it's, well, are we going to Mia Bella? Are we going there? Are we going here? Are we going back to Tully? Are we going to Maxi's? Where are we going? Where are we going? And we decide we're going to eat it at Dolce Vita. Well, are we going to eat inside or outside? Well, that becomes a big conversation. <laughs> we finally decide we're going to eat outside. We go outside, and we're out. We're out there on the at uh, a on, nice uh, table uh, for uh, us at the table out front on the on the uh, on the sidewalk. And it's you and me and Sarah Bear and our buddy Brian. And I start smoking a cigar because I just need to get something on my stomach. And cigar, and cigar smoke is better than nothing, so I'll get that on my stomach. Oh, and then Sarah immediately asked to sit in a different seat. Yep, which threw me off. I go, you know, I didn't have to smoke this. You insisted I smoke mm. my cigar. I start smoking my cigar, which I think was a cheapy leftover. Um, it certainly wasn't a Perdomo or anything like that. You know, I like my punches or my Perdomos. Davidoff, I'm just not in that tax bracket. Sorry, guys. How much of those? Uh, or an Ashton. A Davidoff cigar? Yeah. 30, 40, depending Ooh. on the size, depending on, you oh. know, where you, yeah, they're Davidoff cigars. And how many no minutes jokes. do you get out of that? How do you Oh, like a Churchill Davidoff cigar is going to cost you a fortune, but you're going to get two hours out of it. Oh, two hours? Yeah. So, see, I was a little bit disappointed because oh. all I had left was a Churchill. And I, you know, you really need... You really need a church. I mean, if you have time, if you have 90 minutes, even though you could tell by just by how I could tell how it was wrapped, it was going to be a quick burn. And uh, I had about 90 minutes on that Churchill. And I'm like, man, because if you get a smaller one, you know, you get a half hour, you know, 
depending on the size, you get a 15 minute one, depending on the size, but they can be very small. You can be little pinners, you know, things like that. So I started smoking it, got about halfway through. You helped me because I wanted you to have a taste, a couple tastes. And then... By the way, I had no problem doing that. I think some people are very against that. What? Sharing a cigar. I didn't... I think some I didn't, people... Yeah, I didn't mouth it up or anything like that, so that was okay. Um, and I, yeah, I don't care. It just doesn't bother me. It so, doesn't bother me either. Yeah. Why, why is that? That some people are like germaphobes to the highest extent and other people are like, eh, don't care. There's certain things that I'm a little bit germaphobic towards, but for whatever reason, your mouth on the same thing that I just had my mouth on doesn't bother me. I mean, when you really think about it, it <laughs> is disgust. It's repulsive. It's it not is something that repulsive. any two humans yeah. should do yeah. uh, that would not be married. Yeah, <laughs> right? that was interesting. Anyway, so got that going. Got, I started, started my cigar, started roasting it. And by that time, <clears throat> the waitress came out, found us more drinks. Then your one buddy's brother came over. He got us more drinks. We still haven't even ordered the appetizers yet. And now, I, now I'm being teased because I'm in a setting where I know food is going to be consumed at some point. I just don't know when. Yes. So now it's a tease. So I'm sitting there starting to get a little agitated. We order the appetizers. They bring two appetizers. One was, of course, the, and you know, because you just know this is the food quality, not the food quantity. So they bring out the tomatoes with the uh, mozzarella cheese, the fresh mozzarella on there. And they brought out what? The banana peppers? Oh, yeah. The stuffed banana peppers. So it too, too hot to handle for two, you. It was very hot. So they brought two long stuffed banana peppers. I thought they were And great. they brought out the mozzarella with, with tomato. Brought that out, had a couple of bites of that. So that, now my bull's running because now I like my stomach is feeling like, okay, he's feeding me here. <laughs> the, the gestation has begun. So now that that's, now that that's moving on, they bring out rolls. Well, they brought out like one roll for each person. And I knew that I was going to, I'm like, man, my they God. were so hot. So they brought out the rolls. They were hot. Ate the rolls. I had one roll. You had one roll. We each had one. No, I might've had a roll and a half. Then they brought out the chicken parmesan. We each got chicken parmesan. My problem was this. I had given a couple of bites. Okay. Looking at Lima, I know, I know it is in it is not in good taste for me to start hammering my food in a drunken in a, in a dr just drunken session where I'm making love to my dinner. It's not that. So I'm watching Lima. I go at his pace, and he eats like a snail. And then he eats like a hummingbird. He had about half his chicken. I still had a piece of chicken. I still had most of my piece of chicken. The guy came and grabbed my plate. He thought I was done. Because <laughs> I, I looked over, and Lima was – I'm about to cuss. I don't want to. I'm, I, oh, my God. He was no BS holding on to his stomach. Oh, I'm stuffed. I can't believe I ain't ate that much. Can't believe it. I'm good. I mean, no, I'm good. I mean, he had half his chicken left, and he had most, and I mean most, of his pasta left. The pasta was rigatones. It wasn't spaghetti. Oh, I loved it, though. I, I was talking too much. Here was the problem. I was talking too much. I was glad-handing. People oh, were coming up to the God. table. I was so pissed And at so you. at no point was I, was I a machine in being able to just consume. He, so he says he's full. I am not full. I am not full. This is this is a pittance in comparison. The food was good. Food was really good. Don't get me wrong. But you know, I'm drunk. So I'm eating for quantity, not quality, which is, you know, my problem all the time because I'm drunk all the time. 
so I ate this. I, I eat this food, and I'm like, I am still starving. We go to this other bar. We drink at this other bar. Meanwhile, Liz is like, time to pick you up. I'm like, thank God you're coming. It was such great timing. <laughs> you're done. 4.30, you're I'm done. I'm ready to go home. Brian she, wanted to go to Tremont. She picks me up. Oh, my God. Are you serious? He wanted to keep the party going, and I just I looked to Sarah just to see if there was a no, door opening, no, no. if the door was ajar. Oh. And I looked at her, and I could tell by her face. I go, Brian, I have to decline that invitation. Yeah, it's it's time. So I went home. And Liz said she was making BLTs, and I probably had about four. I was starving. <laughs> so the boys ate what they ate yesterday, chicken nuggets. And I had BLTs with Lizzie, and it was – that was fine. That was fine. But, man, eating with you is an exasperating experience. The only – because Lima doesn't eat eat. He doesn't eat like a man. Well, another thing I could tell you. I could tell you that when well, – how Sarah and I dine – we will go to nicer restaurants. We've come to dine. Sample this. Uh, this is what I blow my money. This is what I blow my money on. Nice restaurants. It really is. Great. I don't even buy clothes anymore. Congratulations on I all just, your success. It all goes to the nice restaurants. And when we eat, it's kind of annoying when we order because basically I have to order something she would want. Kind of annoying. She has to order something I would want because what we will do is we will be sharing everything. Everything's a shareable. Mm -hmm. From the appetizers to the entrees, if we do dessert, it's all shareable. I never look at a meal and say, that is my meal. I am going to eat that meal. It's always, Sarah, would you have some of this? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then she asked me the same thing, and that's how we eat. I don't know. Is that normal? Is that not normal? I don't know. That's probably normal. Between okay. Two I would hope so okay. because yeah. the whole the whole part of that is then you get to go to restaurants. If you're at nicer restaurants, you actually get to experience the restaurant. If I just get one meal and I can't stand when I read Yelp reviews for restaurants, somebody has a bad meal and then that's the whole Yelp review. It's like, well, did you try any of the other food? If you're just getting one entree, yeah, they might not hit that one out of the park. You should also ask the server, hey, a, what does everybody get here? B, what does the chef like to give people here? What does the chef recommend? Those two questions. And when those mm. two questions, when they arrive at a nexus, right, when all, yeah. all the powers align, then you know I got to get that. What I hate is when I go to a restaurant and the server can't tell me what people like and can't tell me what the chef likes. Why am I here? Why are you here? What are we doing here? <laughs> What does it all mean? Yes, yes. What It's an existential crisis in my mind about how we even arrived at this point. But I think that's important, and that's why I'm always into the sharing, and so I probably don't really pig out ever. It's always a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I hate it. I hate it. The one time we went to this place called Parker's, which is closed, actually. Yes, downtown. well, the one downtown is, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the one downtown is closed. He got Lima got a 16 ounce steak and I'll be damned. I will be damned if Lima didn't eat that whole 16 ounce steak. I could not that believe it. That was a stunner it. to me. I could not believe it. We were plied with drinks again and he ate the whole damn thing. I think it's just because it's technically it was like a hotel bar. Yeah. That Parker's. And maybe you just felt like there was no one else, nowhere else to go, no one else to see. And you're just like, I'm just going to sit there and eat this beef. And you did, and it was great to watch you do it. Well, in the past, if I did dinner and went out on a Friday or Saturday, I'd be going out after. I didn't want to be stuffed because I'm going to a, a nightclub or I'm mm -hmm. going to a lounge or I'm going to a cocktail bar. I don't want to be stuffed. I want to be able to still move, move along freely in the cabin, so to speak. <laughs> you can't do that if... 
you're ready to fall over and you have to unbutton oh. your you know, top button no, it's pants. Just, it's just like, it wasn't like that. Like, I wasn't trying to just, like, be uncomfortably full. But comfortably full or full in general would have been nice. But when I'm out with you, it's like, oh, God, I'm so hungry. He won't let us eat. It's just the worst. I'm sorry. By the way, now we can get to the truth. What were you going to say? No, that was it. Oh, we can get to the truth. You did a game at Kent. Yeah. Did you think we were going to the west side of Cleveland or did you... Did you really think we were going to the west side of Cleveland to a restaurant? I did. Yeah. You really did? I, I know you had told me that that was out, and I totally forgot. I was like, come get drinks. Come get drinks. And I was like, eh. And I'm like, why doesn't he want to come get drinks? We're going to, like, Kent. Yeah, well, you were right around the corner, weren't you? We were in, We actually went to Cogafall. And that's where they played Hang On Sloopy? Me, no. No, 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 no. We went to Dindin. We went to drinks, and then we went to Dindin in Cogafalls. Which I didn't realize their downtown was that nice. A very nice downtown. I had heard that. Yes. Before. Yes. I told you over there it's the the house of a thousand door colors. We have the red door in Hudson. Ah, we have the yes, blue door yes. Yes. in uh, Cuyahoga Falls. I've yes. never been to Cuyahoga Falls. I don't know anything about it. No, we went to Cuyahoga Falls and uh, we went we went there. We went back to the bar we were at previously after dinner, and then we went down the street to this like they were doing karaoke in like a basement. That was cool. Got a ride home, and Liz is like, I want to keep the party going. I'm like, where do you want to go? She's like, we ought to go to Chuggers. So we went to Chuggers in Streetsboro, and that's where they were playing Hang On Sloopy. I don't know the band. The band was good. The guy was actually Yeah, good. live band, not uh, not on the touch yeah. tunes. Live band. They were good. But, By the yeah. way, you know what's interesting about people that uh, go to bars? I have never really done the touch tunes thing. Mm. All my friends have a, have an account online, their app. They have their go-to playlist. They have all these songs really? that they go to at the bar and put on, and I've just never done that. I've I just, never done I that. just don't need to hear. I, I'll just listen to whatever music gets played. I don't need to hear yeah. certain music. It's never been that way for me. I've never needed to use the jukebox. And that used to be a change thing. You have to make change. Now it's beautiful. It's all on the app. I mean, can you imagine explaining to kids the jukebox? There was a jukebox at Guido's back in the day when I was young, and I used to put a little quarter in, and I used to twist twist the knob, find the song. There'd be like, uh, how would it go? There'd be, they had them on racks. You'd have to move them, uh -huh. move them, move them, get to the one that you wanted. Or you press the button. Or you and press, it would then flip you would the, press the button. Yeah. Yeah, and it had like the, basically the CD jacket in there, and you would read. You go, okay, G seven. <laughs> and now it's just wireless. It's yep. all just everything. Yep. They're just stealing our information, man. So if you ever go out with Lima, eat before you go. That's that's what you need to do. Well, I I, I am becoming a foodie though. So at least I people ask me for a lot of suggestions, not just here. Like, what do I, if I'm going to Chicago? Where do I eat? I have a, I have twenty restaurants I could send you to in Chicago. I love. It's just become when you're single. Yeah. As long as I was, what else are you supposed to do? You got to find something you like. I like going to restaurants. Well, for me, I don't. I get annoyed when people ask me. I'm like, ask Lima. Don't ask me. Ask Lima because mine is. I don't know. When's the last time I've never? Axel's been to a restaurant. Eli's never been to a restaurant. Oh my god. He probably has been with his mother and grandma. But I don't think I've been in a restaurant with Eli. And Jonah, no, because okay. he was, he's two years old. If I have a, a child, are my restaurant days over as they are no, now? No, no. You can do what you want. You don't it's think just, we're just going to be cooking? You'll do a lot of cooking. I, um, it's just it's so much easier to just be at home with him. It really is. Like Axel now will do as I tell him. Eli might be a bit of a different story. 
Uh, Jonah will probably do as do as he's told. Of course, he's going through a weird phase with his mom, where like Liz will be sitting. Like if Liz leaves his sight, he is very clingy and he loses his mind. I tried to give him a bath yesterday, and uh, I mean, I took him upstairs, and he just is bawling his <laughs> eyes out. Makes you feel good, huh? Because he can't, mummy, mummy. I'm like, oh, God. but now because you've you've kind of. Uh, probably knocked it out of the park with the other two kids. Do you, do you even really care if this one's not as attached to you? None of them are attached to me. None of them? No, Eli, okay, I'll say this. Eli is very attached to me. Okay. So, there, I shouldn't say this. Like, Eli is Eli's more, Eli knows he needs his mom to survive because I'm not home ever in the fall. <laughs> For survival. Ever. She. He knows she. he needs her, but... He, You're dispensable. When he gets out of school at three, I need to be there. If I'm not there, he he is not happy. If I go anywhere with with uh, Axel without him, or I go anywhere without him, he's unhappy. So Eli and I are very close in that sense. Axel and I are close because he's the oldest, and he's the you know he's the one I can kind of relate to because he is the oldest. And so you know, you're firstborn, and there's always a weird like kinship there because you, you know you first. And I made a lot. Again, it's the first time being a dad, so you, you're making a lot of mistakes with him that you're passing on to the other one. So you do feel a little bit. There's got, a little bit of guilt there. Now. You got yeah. it down now, though. Um, you know things like uh, just everything, everything. There's there's mistakes, but uh, Jonah is just so attached to his damn mom. <clears throat> and well, it's, I guess it's cute for her. It also you can tell it it, it wears on her. At times. I can imagine it wears on her at times. And there's been like she has admitted before. I shouldn't say this out loud. I do know, like, one time of vacation, like, honey, like, I just had three boys and our dog climb all over me. Can you just wait till tomorrow? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I get it. That sucks, but it's true. And it's true. I totally understand. And so it's, I think that, that that's a little bit difficult. But no, Eli and I are, Eli and I are pretty tight. But the other two, the other two are great. But it's, it's, there's probably something a little bit, I'm a little closer with Eli anyway. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Hilbert says, oh, we go out to eat with kids all the time. Congratulations on all your success. Seems expensive, though. Or or do they just not eat Did that Did you much? go and eat your feelings after St. Ignatius lost to St. Ed's? <laughs> Woo! All right, we done? I think so. XTENDAV.com. Check them out online first. It's time to make those home dreams come true. Any project you need, anything you can think of, it's time to do it with Extend Technologies and Broadview Heights. Tony's a hell of a guy. You're going to love him. Trust me. Go on over there. Be like, are you Tony? And he'll be like, yeah, what's going on? And you'll be like, Who's asking? Ken Carmen says you're a hell of a guy. And he'll go, oh, that old son of a bitch doesn't know what he's talking about. But still, they do good work. XTNDAV.com. Do you ever answer the phone like that? What? Hey, is Mr. Carmen? Who's asking? I don't answer numbers I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I've gotten to the point. I don't either. I never so answer numbers. It's not that big job offer from ESPN. No. No, there was a time where you could definitely prank me. My really? fr my friends had opportunity to like like young naive, no. spurts patoonie. I don't do that. Yeah. No, it's okay. Okay, is that it? Hey, we'll see you tomorrow morning. All right, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. And Hendry, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Was this a good podcast or a bad podcast? Probably bad. Why? Probably bad. Why? I'll tell you off to you. Oh, okay. Well then, goodbye. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 